It's time for your daily cards. Joe Roderick and Bob Ramsey bring you your weekday Cardinals news and notes right here on Claves Online. Presented by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. Here's Joe and Rammer. And it's August 3rd. Welcome on in to Daily Cards Live here on ClavesOnline.com, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer. As we uh, we have talked about this and we have done this show since April, finally, I think we've been waiting for John Lester's first start as a Cardinal since spring training, and here it is today. Well, if there's anybody waiting, it's you. And I think the line has one person in it. I, you know what, though? Hey, it's uh, it, we'll we'll see we'll see what he looks like in a Cardinal uniform, right? I, I am I am anxious to see what the crowd of about twenty four thousand will do when he takes the mound and uh, how they will react to him being out there. Oh, they'll they'll cheer for him. Yeah, all sins are forgiven if you're wearing a Cardinal uniform. No doubt about it. <laughs> Hey, I asked this to uh, to Claves yesterday when, when we were talking about the uh, the debut of uh, somebody like John Lester. With his history, not only with the Red Sox and the Cubs prior to uh, prior to becoming a Cardinal, is there somebody that you can that that you can think of that relates to this a, a longtime rival of the Cardinals that is now a, a, a Cardinal? Well, that would take a little preparation. The short answer is no, because I hadn't given it any thought. Um, the quick answer that I came up with was John Smoltz. And now that I sat and thought about it for a while, I mean, somebody like a Carlos Beltran. Smoltz, Beltran um, are, are both good calls. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can see that. Um when the Cardinals traded for Pena, um, the catcher, he was, of course, he was in kind of in the middle of his career, maybe towards the end, and he came over from the Pirates. Um, yeah, I think your choices are are are, are pretty good ones. Um, somebody who's been a nemesis, and they and you bring them over. Yeah. The uh, the numbers on John Lester, by the way, Max Fried starting for the Braves tonight, three game yeah. series with Atlanta in town. I tell you what, you look at the numbers of of John Lester this season. He is eight and eight on the. Uh, he's uh, I should say this is seventeenth start. The Nationals were eight and eight in games he started. He's three and uh, five on the year. He has a 5.02 ERA and has not uh, that the, you you look at that and it's not great. It's not the uh, it's not numbers you want to see. But Rammer, I'm going to tell you what: if you go through and you look game by game of the 16 starts that he has made, if you wipe out two of them, it, it's the numbers drop drastically for for what he Are did. Are you if going you drop? To- are you going uh, for those who uh, are local uh, St. Louis media followers? You're going all Howard Balls are on us. For those who don't know the great NFL, <laughs> Howard Balls with the H bomb. Well, if you take away those five interceptions, he was really pretty good today. What? What are you saying? Then all the numbers count. <laughs> all of the numbers do count, but he had two. He has had two really bad games on the season. 
a, a game in May against the um, against the Orioles where he went four innings and allowed six runs, and then a game against Miami where he went two and a third and allowed seven runs. Outside of that, he his month of July things were starting to trend for the better. Yeah, as yeah. he uh, as he pitched in four games. And his last start came on July 24th. The start before that, July 19th, against the Marlins, he went seven innings, allowing no runs on six hits and struck out seven guys. So his uh, that that's a, a start that you can look to build towards, uh, towards something as you add him to this rotation. I always get this phrase messed up. I always mess it up, so I'll mess it up again. I'm going to throw it out there. You clean it up for me. I'm not as good as I once was, but I can be as good as I was once. I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm good once as I ever was. Whatever you said. Yes. Um, But I think that's a country song, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. See, you cleaned it up and you you made it uh, understandable. (laughs) Anyway, and so I think, He's one of those guys that you're not looking for him to be the 18, 20 game winner, winner he was four, five, six years ago um, when uh, with the Red Sox and the Cubs. But if on half of his starts or even one out of three, he's really good or he's more consistent where he can give you five innings and keep you in the game, I think – um, competitive innings is what I'm looking for from Lester. Competitive innings, not dominant innings, not complete games, not you know huge uh, uh, auspicious numbers. Be competitive. Give the Cardinals a chance in your next what ten starts or whatever you have left. As you, um, I just as you look at what he's going to give you this year, I think more important than anything is every inning that John Lester and J.A. Hat pitch for you from now until the end of September are innings that Jake Woodford and Johan Oviedo are not pitching at the yeah. big league level. That is what they are bringing. They are not, uh, as of right now, I can I can say that neither John Lester nor J.A. Happ are up on that whiteboard uh, in Moe's office as part of 2022 plans. They're, they're right. not there. They are not uh, going to factor in at all. And all that is, is giving you more time for those two to develop down at the minor league level and pitch against competition that will improve their confidence. And that is, that I think is the two big reasons why for everybody that looked at this and said, what, you know, why, why did they do this? Why did they, what's the reason for making these moves? That's the reason for making these moves. It's to allow it's to allow the further development of Jake Woodford and Johan Oviedo for 2022 and beyond. So when you say, "Oh, the Cardinals won't do a big teardown," they aren't sellers. They, they you know what? In a way, th- those two moves were prepping for next season. Yeah, and and if you catch lightning in a bottle and the offense starts to click, and you can. You know, let's say you can do what I said they need to do, go 10 and three in these next 13 games. Can you do that and uh, nip at the heels of the Brewers a little bit? Okay, maybe. And then let's see what we have. But 
the reality is, and Mo's, uh, in as many words, uh, mentioned it, we're going to compete our tails off this year and then uh, and then set the crosshairs on 2022. And my expectation is if, if it appears they'll be short of anything, and I think they'll still be short a bat or two, then let's see how that's addressed in the offseason. Yeah, and they'll have the money to play with, and they will be just uh, just fine moving moving forward. So, all of that being said, all of the uh, all of the talk of John Lester getting the start tonight, we'll do the same thing with J.A. Happ when he starts the game tomorrow. Looking at uh, where these teams are in the standings, Atlanta, a very similar situation record-wise to the Cardinals, but a very different uh, a very different situation when it comes to where they are in the standings. The Braves come in 52 and 54. And in the NL East, that's good enough to be three and a half games behind the Mets for first place there. Meanwhile, the Cardinals, one game over 500 at 53 and 52, but they're 10 games back of Milwaukee in the uh, the NL Central. So a lot of work for the Cardinals to do where the Braves are still within, uh, within shouting distance, though it does not appear... The Braves will be with Marcelo Zuna for the remainder of the season. And we already know that Ronald Acuna Jr. is done for the year and possibly part of uh, 2022 with the torn ACL. Yeah. So they uh, they have a lot of work to do moving forward with, uh, with getting to the postseason and making up those three and a half games with their roster. You know, what's interesting, what they did, they didn't go make a splash. Um, but they um, some drops in a puddle. Uh, they have a whole new outfield of um, uh, middling outfielders. That is not a shot against those guys because any of those guys can step up and hit a bomb on you on a given day. But they said, let's fortify what we have without breaking our bank, without hamstringing our budget. Let's bring these players in, make our lineup a little bit better and see what we can do. And um, probably a almost similar mindset to the Cardinals, but a slightly different approach to the problem. They lost, whereas the Cardinals lost their ace, their closer, and a top three or top four pitcher in their rotation. They lost their best player, with all due respect to Freddie Freeman, they lost their best player in their cleanup hitter. So they approached it a little bit differently with their offense. And we'll see, uh, uh, this is a big series for both. Um, It doesn't end anybody's season, but whoever can take two out of three here, it'll be a nice leg up um, going through this part of the the August schedule. And how's this for an Atlanta team uh, as they sit there two games under 500, um, uh, you know, two games really back of what the Cardinals are right now. Run differential yeah. of plus 49 compared to the Cardinals minus 37 run differential. So the Braves have scored runs in uh, in bunches, have just been on the bad, on the downside of a lot of bad luck losses this, uh, this yeah. year. Yeah, I think um, despite their record, it would be, uh, uh, you're asking for some disappointment if you overlook the Braves. Um, they're going to still try and compete, and they probably think if they can even get a sniff of 90 wins, probably upper 80s could win the division. I don't see why not. I I, I think that they uh, they definitely did a lot to 
or I guess they did more maybe with Jock. I'm trying to think who do the Phillies go out and get this uh, at the trade deadline that would have, I uh, guess, cause they're the Phillies are in front of them at two and a half games. And then the Mets, we, we know went out and got Baez. I, I get what well, the Phillies got. Um, they got, went and got Gibson right from, uh, from the Rangers. So that's how, that's how they improved, uh, improved their team at the deadline. So, not a huge splash, but still a very good player that they uh, an all star right. that they went out and traded for. So, yeah, and they and they felt, and I, I kind of agreed that they uh, they expected more out of their lineup. The Phillies we're talking about now, and I think it's starting to trend that way now. Um, yeah. Real Muto hitting fourth now behind Harper. I think that's probably the right combo. Um, because everybody pitches and appropriately so pitches around Bryce Harper. Real Muto has been at different slots to the lineup. Um, while he doesn't probably project as a, as a, a prototypical cleanup guy, I think having a hitter of his caliber behind Harper probably helps the Phillies the most. And um, I, I have a feeling their offense is going to be pretty good these last two months. Hey, before we get to our hats for the day, uh, the GM over at Munganass texted me about a half an hour ago letting me know to let our listeners know that right now in August at Munganass Alton Toyota, Munganass St. Louis Acura, over 300 pre-owned vehicles to choose from right now wants me to let the listeners know that. Head on out there or go to altontoyota.com or stlouisacura.com and check out the inventory they have in stock for you today. Rammer, today I'm just going a, a simple, just a Fanatics hat. Pick this up at a uh, Fanatics Super Bowl party a few years a uh, few years back. Fanatics, as, is, that uh, a, is that a brand name? Fanatics, yeah. The Fanatics.com. They, they have all sorts of sports apparel um, at, the, uh, at the website. I think a lot of the stuff that you find on a lot of the sports websites or sports apparel websites is a Fanatics brand. And just had this hat for a few years, grabbed it, threw it on, and that's where I uh, I saw Flowrider with uh, Robert Kraft on the uh, stage dancing along. So that's yeah, <laughs> quite a sight, <laughs> quite a sight. I I went with another little league hat today. My youngest son used to play for a team called the Irish, and uh, this was our lid. And uh, a little bit on the back, you see Irish. There we go. And uh, we had a fun time, played with the Irish a couple of years, and uh, a good time was had by all. Rammer, before we get out of here, our friends at Royal Banks, anything they want to tell us? Royal Banks of Missouri, always there to help you achieve your financial goals. They've been doing it for over half a century. Service is what they're all about, and it's more than just um, a pleasant hello and a cup of coffee when you go into the bank. It's trying to help you or help work with you to determine your financial goals, and the best banking product to help you get there. Whether it's a new checking account, a new mortgage, or a home equity credit line, Royal Banks is there for you. Call them at 314-212-1500 or go online to royalbanksmo.com. Royal Banks, where better service means better banking. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live right here on Claves Online. Presented by Munganas St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode.
St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars, like the new TLX with $2,500 in loyalty conquest offers and 0.9% financing for up to 60 months. We have all new 22 MDXs with 1.9% financing for up to 60 months or get a great deal on a new lease. You can get the 21 Acura ILX as low as $239 per month for 36 months or the new 21 Acura RDX for as little as $399 per month for 36 months. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.